How's your water drinking going, by the way? Uh, it's pretty much ended now. You're over it? Yeah. <laughs> Damn! What happened? I left my tumbler tumbler in Brandon's truck, and I haven't gotten it out yet. And that was kind of the end of my are, water drinking. Are you talking for... about the one we got from the chunky mm-hmm. unicorn? Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. let me talk about this because okay. I have been carrying it with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. And whenever I have to like do meetings on video conference call or whatever, I like try to hide it so you don't see like mm-hmm. blood and murder everywhere. Yeah, on your corporate world, <laughs> exactly. And um, I take it to bed with me every night because mm-hmm. I wake up in the middle of the night and I get so thirsty because, like I said, I drink water like a human being. Mm, interesting how yeah. that works. Yeah. And then I literally just turned your uh, blue toilet water fucking green. So as my oh, body, your yellow, yellow my body was like, ma'am, you should drink some water. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, actually, this might even kind of segue into my goddamn right here. Ooh. Because my, my goddamn this week is that both of my children are homesick for Ooh, like yeah. the whole week. Yeah. And so I've almost died like eight times. Uh-huh. Because and by I'm that you mean also. like fucking killed yourself. Oh my God. Because <laughs> I'm working from home and also dealing with sick kids. Every day this week, a kid has been home for a period of time while I have also been trying to work. And I've mentioned it before. Work is crazy busy and stressful mm-hmm. and shit. So like, I mean, everybody's doing it. I get mm-hmm. it. But like throwing but adding a kid into it, a sick kid. Two kids. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, a little snippet of my goddamn there, which basically that's it. It's just like all fucking, all yeah. fucking week. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And yeah. it's Thursday. So pray to fucking bejesus and Godzilla that they are going to daycare tomorrow. But uh, okay, so my oldest son right now we have um my father-in-law staying with us so we put like him in the baby's room and we move the baby to uh our oldest son's room and we're like oh the kids will just sleep together yeah that's normal right yeah it's totally gonna work it doesn't fucking work it doesn't work no and i love my sleep so what we did was the baby stays in that room by himself because he sleeps perfectly in there and the oldest one comes and sleeps in our room and i make him sleep on the goddamn floor because he's fucking psychotic and he will karate chop me in the neck while i'm sleeping Mm -hmm. not cool Mm -hmm. Well, uh, by the way, she has like a little bed for him on the floor. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You weren't just like, get on the floor. Yeah, where you belong. Like no, no, he has no. a little mat and a fucking, it's yeah. a little makeshift it's bed. It's a bed. Yeah. yeah. I legit want to sleep there. Like <laughs> he can sleep on the top and I'll sleep on the floor. But yeah, so in the middle of the night last night, because he was sick, coughing a bunch, whatever, he had to like get up and pee or something. I don't even fucking know what was going on. He needed Tylenol. There was some shit going on in my living or in my bedroom last night. <laughs> And he was bitching and moaning about how he was thirsty. And I was too lazy to get up and get him a sippy cup or anything. Because every night he goes to bed with a sippy cup. Mm-hmm. But for whatever fucking reason last night, I passed out with get it, without getting one. So I gave him my tumbler of icy, delicious cold water. No. Yeah. And I knew if I give this to him, like I took one final sip, like, <sighs> goodbye, water. Later, loser. Yeah. Yeah. And then I gave it to him. And now it's by his little bedside. And I just keep seeing it. I'm like, I got to wash it. I got to wash mm. it. Actually, it's by the sink now because I knew I had to wash it. Mm, like a chew. So I had to drink from this monster, which is what I use at work, like mm-hmm. next to my desk. So I actually drink. I fill this up multiple times during my work day. Yeah, no. That would <laughs> yeah. barely, that would like, barely even, make a dent in that. I don't even know what this is. 40 ounces? So I drink like at least 80 ounces of water. How much are you supposed to drink? I don't know. I don't either. More than I do. Probably less than you do. It's probably unhealthy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. That's probably why I like salty things. Yeah. 
So I'm like just flushing everything. Your body, out of my body is like, can you get rid of some of this water? And I just suffer from dry mouth syndrome or some shit. Oh, gross! <laughs> you nasty. You nasty girl. Yeah. So anyway, since that led into my goddamn, what's yours? Well, mine is just recently we were driving back from Arizona, and mm-hmm. I was driving, and my little baby girl in the back seat said, "I pooed," and we oh, were like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" I mean, it's alright. It happens, you know. Whatever. Yeah, cool. but you gotta pull over now. Well, we were almost to Yuma, so we were going to stop for lunch or whatever anyway, okay. right? Get and that so subway at the gas station? Uh, no, gross. in and out all day. Oh, I didn't and, even know there was an in and out in Yuma. Oh, there is. Oh. There's an in and out in every stop along the way from Arizona slash Vegas to us. Okay, like, listen, both of those I haven't places. made that journey in quite some time. Oh, well, maybe they built it up since then. Yeah. Um, at any rate, so we were about to stop in Yuma, and I was like, cool. And she was kept saying, I pooed, and then we started to smell it, and I was like... Oh, no. I was like, hey, uh, fucking nose goes, like, you are changing the poopy diaper, right? I'm driving, yeah. Yeah, busy. yeah you're going to have to do that, and uh, I've changed all the poopy diapers this weekend, so, like, mm, your turn, right? Because yeah. we had just had, like, a fucking vacation time, which means that moms deal with poop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vacations for moms are not relaxing. <laughs> no. And so he was like, all right, whatever. That means that you have to go into In-N-Out because, like, we weren't going to go through the drive-thru because we have to stop because she pooed, right? Got to yeah. change her and shit. You're like, for fucking certain, I will. Uh, No. I was like, uh, that sounds way worse. Why? Because a break. I didn't want – because we'd have to – you'd have to take the other kid. Oh. And then it would be like, don't touch that. That has COVID. Oh, no. You stay with, you stay with dad in the car and I'll be right back. No. No. It's yeah. Not, we split shit up. Right. We split shit up. <laughs> and so I was like, uh, never mind. I'll just do the poop. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a fucking poopy diaper. I'll do that. You go get the food. You deal with other kid not touching shit or touching shit, but you're a dad, so you don't care. And I will never know about it. I won't know and won't have to helicopter parent his fucking sanitizing hands, right? Yeah. And then um, we got out of the car and we went around to the back and I opened the door and I was uh, greeted Assaulted. with my lovely little girl. who's so fucking cute. And both of her hands were in the air in, no. like, claw form. No. And she was rubbing her fingers no. together and going, I pooed. No. And then I looked between her legs. No. And she had shit and she was wearing shorts. No. And it went, like, out the side front of her diaper. Oh. And there was just fucking shit piled in between her legs. Oh, no. You and picked then, the wrong one. Yeah. And then she was, like, gr- she had grabbed it. And so she's like, what the fuck is that? Right? And so then she's like, I pooed. She doesn't say a lot of words, but she says that. And she's going, I pooed. I pooed. And she's no. rubbing this fucking shit all over her hands. We're in Yuma. We ha- I have wipes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a fucking shower. Yeah. Like, I don't have... The things necessary to fucking take care of this kind of natural disaster. Mm-hmm. And so I look across the truck to Brandon, who's getting our other kid out, and he was just like, oh, no, you called it. Yeah. Like, you decided. I am out. And I was like, to fucking take backsies. Like, yeah. I <laughs> yeah. did not know that this is what I was getting into. And he was like, bye, good luck. And I was like, God fucking damn it. So oh, I had no, to- he literally just said, bye, good luck. <laughs> yeah, basically. You guys are I mean, ass hats. He, he probably said something nicer. But what I heard was fucking fuck you and fuck off. You're on your own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I had to get her out of the car seat with trying to not spread shit everywhere. Mm. First, I wiped off her hands because I'm like, let's fucking take yeah, care of that. Yeah, she's going to touch you instantly. Yeah. And so I had to get it off her hands. And I'm like, don't touch it. And then she's like, I pooed. And I'm like, I fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop telling me. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had like bags for their snacks. I had like raisins and whatever the fuck else in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like separate Ziploc bags because I'm a fucking Pinterest mom. And I was like, these all deserve their own Ziplocs. Yeah. So then I had to like this consolidate. a fucking trail mix. 
<laughs> they can't eat nuts, okay? <laughs> and so I consolidated them all into one bag and then took the other Ziplocs and did like the inside out bag for picking up dog shit kind yeah, of thing, you yeah, know? Yeah. And tried to get most of it that way, but it was like, oh God, it was just a fucking nightmare. Was it liquidy? It wasn't it wasn't solid. It was shapes, but it wasn't a shape. Like it wasn't just like a fucking Was cat it wet? Turd. Like Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was wet. Mm-hmm. It was a wet one. And so I had to get her mostly cleaned up, and then I put her in the bed of the truck with the tailgate up is like a fucking, you corral yourself here for a minute. (laughs) I have to take care of the fucking car seat, and so I had to, like, rip the fucking seat off of it, and then I— the cloth. cushion part, yeah. yeah, the cloth part, and then I realized that it's all fucking hardware underneath it. I'm like, well, I can't make her sit on this for the next fucking two hours. Sure, she shit herself. Learn your lesson. <laughs> I'm, I'm a nicer person than that. <laughs> so I, like, wiped it all up as best as I could and put some wipes down, and then I had to fucking deal with her, and I got her shitty self off. So now fucking... she's sitting on wipes? Uh, Yeah, so I put wipes down. Like, I wiped it all up to where it was – there wasn't physical shit on it. There was yeah. just, like – shit residue on it yeah and then i put wipes down and then uh when i eventually no 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 she had the cushion still oh oh no (laughs) i'm not that mean mom of sitting on hardware so i put the fucking thing back down once i got most of the shit off gotcha so it wasn't shitty it was just shit residue yeah and then i put wipes down over that as if to say like you're sitting on clean wipes right but it'll be cold and wet yeah it's totally different and she promptly just pulled those out and there was just fucking shit everywhere (laughs) So then I had to, like, bleach that whole bitch out when I got home. And uh, also her shorts that she was wearing were super cute, but now they were the shitty shorts. And so I, like, chucked them in the back of the truck. And I'm like, I mean, if they make it the way home, maybe I'll wash them. Yeah. We'll see. But, like, they're in the back for the ride. And then there was a bag of shit in there and, like, shit wipes because. Oh, God. You don't want to find a trash can real quick? You're at a gas station. Yeah, that's why we have a truck. Put, some, put it in the back. Oh, my God. We weren't in a gas station. We were in in and out Oh, but they have trash cans. Uh, they... Outside. They probably do. But yeah. we I didn't want to carry the shit bag. So I was like, put that shit in the back. And then the crows ate it. And this is the end of my story. The crows, <laughs> they ate the trash? They opened the fucking shit bag and they were like, thanks for all the shit. And then they fucking <laughs> ate the shit out of the bed of his truck because we were like, we're going to deal with that tomorrow. Not, not now. Yeah. yeah. Like later. And then oh, they were no. like, the crows in the morning were like, mm, that smells like peanuts or something. I don't know. No, not peanuts because you can't eat peanuts. Can't that, eat who peanuts. knew crows liked shit? That, yeah, they do. Hmm. Ours do. Hmm. Ours you didn't have like in and out in there also? No. Hmm. It was literally just a Ziploc bag of shit. And they were like, we can open Ziplocs. That's gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ew, your crows are nasty. Yeah. And also the shorts made it. Oh. The trip. Yeah. And we threw them away anyway because I had left them for too long that I was like, this is just shitty shorts. And we're <laughs> just not done. I'm a different person now than I was when I threw those in the back of the truck. Exactly. So <laughs> everything just went to the trash eventually. But yeah. So that was my uh, fucking road trip shit extravaganza. Can I just tell you, I've had a very similar experience in my life, but with old people. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, when I was interning or whatever the fuck you want to call it mm-hmm. to, like, be a CNA, and I walked in because there was a call light, and I walk in, and I pulled that curtain back, and there's just a little old lady sitting on her bed. Fucking hands full of shit? I pooped. My hands full of shit. Oh. Shit on the curtains. Oh, no. Shit on the pillows. Oh, shit no. on everything. Oh, no. And all I had was wipes. <laughs> like, you know, you don't have. Yeah. You got to call a fucking janitor or something. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking horrific. Yeah. yeah. At least my kid is cute and, like, I birthed her. So I'm like, yeah. I like you. Also, Yuma to here, that's not so bad. It's like yeah. Two hours? Yeah. It was like two hours, but oh, God. 
And then Brandon's just like, I just smell shit. And I'm like, yeah, well, listen. Yeah. And you're like, it's probably on my hands. Let me eat this burger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have nightmares about it. So if you really want to talk, compare yeah. horror stories. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Was well, goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's next level. It was. You win. Oh, my kids are just sick. Yeah. Well, sick kids can be pretty shitty. <laughs> anyway, so do you guys want to talk about murder on this lovely episode of 149? Yep. Episode 148? 149. 149. 149. 149, Bob. Also, for the record, I wrote this forever ago. So let's see what I remember. Yeah, let's go on this adventure together. All right. I'm going to tell you about Rodney Marks. What's up, Rod? What's up, Rod? So Rodney was born in Geelong, Victoria in Australia and evidently had Tourette's. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You sound skeptical. (laughs) (laughs) This motherfucker. (laughs) He said he had Tourette's. Well, it's just so weird because it was mentioned like twice, Mm -hmm. maybe, Mm -hmm. and it was not highlighted, you know. Yeah. It's like one time was like in Wikipedia and another time was like as part of a theory as to why some shit goes down is maybe because of his Tourette's. And that's the only time I ever heard about it. He's not it. just like sneezing every once in a while or whatever. Well, and nobody else mentioned his Tourette's. Like it was, I don't, I don't think it was bad. I don't really yeah. fucking know. Okay. I don't know the deets on his Tourette's. And honestly, I don't really know that much about him as a person <laughs> in general. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. Or as like a kid or whatever. But as an adult, he attended the University of New South Wales and Ooh. he studied astrophysics. Oh, shit. And he graduated with a PhD. So God damn. fucking Rodney is really fucking smart. Okay. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. He was living and employed in the South Pole. Oh. He was like wintering in the South Pole or like you would stay winter. I forget what they call it, but basically like... At a certain point, you can't fly out of the South Pole because the conditions are too harsh. And then you just stay there for six months. Yeah. They're like, hope you have all your fucking supplies. Yeah. Resources. Yeah. And so he was working for a company, but he also fucking lived there by default. Yeah. Um, Can't get out. Exactly. And he worked for the Smithsonian Astrophysical Observatory. Mm -hmm. And he worked on a project funded by the University of Chicago on the Amundsen-Scott Station. Okay. Um, this sounds like the plot to a, like, The Shining. Yes. (laughs) Where we're all stuck together. Yeah. Yeah. Is this, like, gonna fucking, is this what the movie's based off of? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, it's not. But actually, I I had never heard of this Mm -hmm. case, and I Googled it, and, like, some big podcasts have done it. So sorry if you guys have heard it, but, like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I haven't, so I am thrilled to hear about it. Okay, so he's at the station, right? And this station was run by the National Science Foundation. It still is today, mm-hmm. uh, which is an American government agency. Okay. Okay, so there's going to be a lot of fucking countries involved here, and I'll try to keep it straight. So okay. if you ever get lost, let me know so I can clarify. Okay. Okay, so he is from Australia. He is now in Antarctica, <laughs> in the South Pole, working on a U.S. government base. Okay, got and it. He's employed there, and he's living there. Rodney was a charming man. Mm, they always are. <laughs> and he didn't have any enemies, and he befriended everyone on bass. He rocked this, like, bohemian style, mm-hmm. and he played in the bass band. I wanted to say he played bass. I don't know what he played, maybe guitar, but in the bass, like, the bass that he was stationed at. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah, he okay. played in the bass band. They had a band? They had a band! So there's, like, 50 people that live on this bass or whatever, and they were all really close, and it turns out that Rodney was, like, very well-liked. He was funny. He was charming, right? Mm-hmm. He ha- dyed his hair blue at some point in time. Hmm. 
He was really... Sounds like he's trying to be original. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. Lame. No. He was really smart, like, and, like, a really good scientist, and he was kind of somebody that, I guess you kind of have to earn your wings or whatever by staying a winter in Antarctica, and yeah. then you get put on, like, really good projects in the future. Okay. And so he, like, had a really promising career, and everybody was like, he defied all fucking stereotypes because he was, like, you know, he looked kind of like this goth dude dressed in dark shit but also bohemian and like blue hair played in the band and all the shit so yeah but also like real smart really fucking smart handled his job he like had to work on a particular device i don't know what the fuck it was but he Mm -hmm. was really good at it and did great like everybody was like top-notch dude okay okay so just so you know the bass band was called uh fanny pack and the big nancy boys according to one article that is an amazing name. <laughs> Fanny Pack yes. and the Big Nancy Boys? Yes. Also, another article I read that he really liked, like, heavy metal music and shit. So mm. I don't know if that's the kind of music they played. Who knows? I hope that Fanny was, like, the lead singer, and they were like, Fanny Pack and, like, the Big Nancy Boys. Yeah. Or the other guys in the band, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they were, like, all big burly dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the Big Nancy, Nancy Boys. boys. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, Fanny over here is fucking head in the shit. Fanny yeah. Pack, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fanny and the Pack is what they should have called oh. it. Oh, god damn it. I know. Opportunities. Listen, they also had a good name, but whatever. Whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. So Rodney was also dating a woman on base by the name of Darren Schneider. Okay. Who also just happened to be Australian. Okay. So there were two Australians on base and they were like, oh, they found each other amidst all the 50 people. Yeah. Oh my God. You too? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do it. Meant to be. Yep. So in uh, May of the year 2000, it was winter time in Antarctica. Mm -hmm. And people who were based there, like all the researchers and scientists, they were dealing with negative 80 degrees Fahrenheit temperatures. Jesus. That's negative 62 Celsius about. Okay. And 24-hour nights. So I didn't know that that kind of cold existed, but all right. I didn't either. I don't even know what that feels like. I felt negative 15 once, and it was the coldest thing literally that i have ever felt in my life i have never felt anything negative huh ever hmm. i've been to snow once what is that 42 my god it wasn't even snowing it literally it uh, fucking blew my mind when legit the snot in my nose froze and like if you open a door steam just barrels out and i'm like it's not even that warm in there <laughs> it's fucking cold outside that's how you know yeah that's crazy Okay, so it's really fucking cold there, <laughs> yeah. and it was nighttime all the time. Ooh. So that's what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. So like you said, The Shining, people could go stir crazy. You don't know. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, when do I sleep? When do I wake up? What's going on? When we do I work? just don't know. Yeah. yeah. I just don't know, man. Gets your fucking circadian rhythm mm-hmm. all fucked Good up. Good word. Thank yep. you. <laughs> now, on May 11th, 2000, Rodney, who was 32 at the time, he was walking between the observatory, which was like this big dome thing, and then the base where he was housed, mm-hmm. and he started to feel really unwell. Mm-hmm. And he was finding it really hard to catch his breath, and his vision started to go blurry. Now, it's close enough that you can walk, but long enough that it's a little bit of a trek, right? Like, yeah. it's not just like walking from our shed to my house or something. Like, yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know, going from like the mall to a parking lot or something like that. Okay. All right, so he starts to get a little out of breath. His vision goes blurry, whatever. And he's thinking he just needs to rest and, like, sleep it off. Like, I don't know what's going on. I'm just not feeling so hot. Like, in the middle of nowhere? Is he like, here's good? No, no, no. Like, he's like, I need to go home and lay down. Oh, okay. And you go to my bed. Yeah, I don't feel good. Yeah, something's going on. My vision's blurry. I'm out of breath. Mm -hmm. Like, shit, man, I must be exhausted. Yeah. Palms are sweaty. 
mom spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Got it. my sweater already. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So he's like, I just fucking need to go rest. So he lays down. But instead of getting better, Rodney wakes up at 5.30 a.m. And he starts to vomit blood. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's not good. Oh, no. That's not good at all. And so he goes to the station's doctor, who goes by the name of Robert Thompson. And by that, I mean that is his name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ah, yes. The alias Robert Thompson. (laughs) Very creative. That is legitimately his name. It's just a street name. Yeah. (laughs) What's your real name? Mike. (laughs) Nitro. All right. So he goes to the doctor station and he hooks up with his doctor, Robert, and he's like, yo, I don't fucking feel good. Mm -hmm. And he goes there three different times. And with each visit, Rodney seemed to get worse and worse. Like his symptoms grew worser and worser. (laughs) Way worser. Way worser. (laughs) He was not doing so good. Okay. That's uh, suspicious. That's super suspicious. And the doctor's like, I don't fucking know what's wrong with you. Like, this isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like, when he first came in, he's like, oh, no, you're vomiting blood. That's concerning. And mm-hmm. then, like, things started happening. And he's like, oh, shit, something's bad. Something bad's happening. I'm getting suspicious of the doctor. Mm. Oh, already? Yes. Already. Okay. okay. So Rodney's joints. Bob Tom over here? Yeah. <laughs> good nickname. <laughs> So Rodney's joints start to burn and ache. Oh, no. Yeah. His eyes become so sensitive to the light that he had to wear sunglasses inside. And mind you, it's dark 100% of the time right now. So, like, who the fuck got sunglasses? (laughs) He packed those. (laughs) Do they have them at the fucking gift shop? I don't know, but he needed them inside. Okay. Uh, His mental state started to deteriorate. Does he have rabies? Mm Mm-hmm. And well, doc- you do. <laughs> Who knows? I'll just stick around and find out. All right. And the doctor started to suspect that maybe this was all related to, like, an anxiety attack. Because he was like, minus the fucking vomiting blood part. But he's like, okay, this is, like, all coming on really quick and really random, right? Like, yeah. how do I know your joints are aching? Or, like, why are your lights all sen- your lights all sensitive to your eyes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your eyes all sensitive to the light. I feel like a doctor is supposed to be, like, you I know, trust you. Yeah, face value. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This makes sense. Okay. Let's... I'm sure he was trying things, and he was like, fuck, man, I'm all out of goddamn shit on my list, so I'm going to guess it's anxiety. He's like, I didn't expect to actually have to be a doctor here. There's only 50 of you. Yeah. Like, I what thought... could actually go wrong? I thought I was going to be sewing together some, you know, skin. Ew. For, like, a cut. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. like butterfly stitches or butterfly bandages or whatever. Like maybe bracing an ankle from somebody who slipped on a rock. Slipped on some ice. All right. So the doctor's like, oh, shit. I don't know what's going on. It must be anxiety. So then on the third visit to the doctor, Rodney was in hysterics and basically was like hyperventilating. And the doctor's like, bro, you're about to fucking pass out. So he gave him a shot of antipsychotic to calm him down. And immediately the drug took effect and he like started to calm down. And everything seemed to be great until... Rodney went into cardiac arrest. Oh, shit. And he fucking died. (gasps) And the doctor's like, motherfuck. And so he tries to resuscitate him for like almost an hour or some shit. And he is not successful. Oh, shit. So Rodney dies. Uh, okay. Well, listen, I take back my previous judgments about him being so charming and shit. <laughs> it's all right. I led you right into that shit. You did. You did. I yeah. was like, aren't they always fucking charming, this I guy? I purposely deceived you. You did. <laughs> Just to make you look like an asshole. Oh, no. So people will like me more. And everybody liked this guy? Everybody loved this guy. Maybe somebody liked Darren a little more. But somebody didn't like this guy. Mm, yes. Perhaps. 
Perhaps. Let's hear Perhaps. All right. So um, the doctor's like, fuck, I just wanted a normal day at work, right? Yeah, yeah. This is a lot of paperwork. A lot of paperwork. Got some shit to do. I can't handle this right now. Also, I thought that I was going to get the easy gig and fucking the South Pole. Yeah. Right? Is he the only doctor? He's the only doctor. Is there a doctor in the South Pole? What if he gets sick? (laughs) Ha. Ha. Asking the real questions. <laughs> I don't actually know if he's the only doctor, but he's the doctor who handled Rodney's case. Okay. Um, not well. <laughs> not well at all. I mean, maybe he did the best that he could it with his worse. abilities or fucking resources at hand. Yeah. Yeah. Good save. Good thing they had antipsychotic medicine on fucking hand. Yeah, right. They were like, you know what the South Pole does to people? Makes you crazy. Psychosis. Yeah, we're going to fucking shoot people up with this on the regular. Did you get your vitamins today? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's keep them all in line. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. Cardiac arrest. Yeah. Rodney is declared dead at 6.45 p.m. So this is like the next day after he was locking, you know, Walking between the observatory back to the cabins or whatever. He went to the doctor three times in one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like like he went to bed, woke up at 5 in the morning, and between 5 in the morning to 6.45 p.m. that night, he went to the doctor three times. God damn. Because mm-hmm. he did not feel good. Yeah, I guess. Um, the doctor isn't like a coroner or anything, so he can't like determine the cause of death. But he tells everybody, hey, guess what? Rodney died. And he died a nat- of natural causes. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you failed to mention, like, pff, definitely may have overdosed him on psychotic, like antipsychotics, <laughs> and I may have repressed everything a little too much. And he went into cardiac arrest. I'm not a doctor. I'm just speculating, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know if he mentioned any of that. Yeah. But he tells everybody that Rodney definitely died of natural causes, and I'm guessing that natural cause is a heart attack or something. I don't know. Well, cardiac arrest, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how fucking natural that is. Okay, so this is literally all the doctor has to go off of is, like, what he experienced in those, like, you know, three fucking visits or whatever. So he's like, okay, he had a massive heart attack, cardiac arrest, whatever, died of natural causes. That's all I have to go off of. Sorry about it. But we need a coroner to come in and, like, determine the cause of death. Yeah. Now, Rodney's colleagues are faced with a little bit of an issue because conditions are so rough that they can't just, like, fly Rodney out to a corner or something, right? Yeah, he's got to, like, stay in the fucking morgue or something for a while. They don't have a morgue. Everything has a morgue. They don't have a morgue, but they have a fucking outside. Yeah, which is pretty cold. Which is really fucking cold. Like, you want to deep freeze him? That's what they did. They literally had, like, a storage unit, which was basically just outside with walls, right? Like, it wasn't temperature controlled or anything. And so they kept him in storage. For six months. It took six months until they could bring a plane in to come collect Rodney. Jesus. Six months. Six months. That's a long time. That is a long fucking time. Do you decompose at negative 80 degrees? Nope. He was fucking preserved. Okay. He was literally deep frozen. Yeah. Yeah. He was pretty well preserved. Okay. That's pretty handy. Yeah. It is kind of handy, actually. Yeah. But, like, the problem, though, is that, like, nothing else was preserved. So, like... Evidence at the scene type stuff? Potential evidence, anything like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, if the doctor says that it's natural causes, quote-unquote... There was no need for an investigation Yeah, nobody's really thinking, like, somebody did something. Ah! Which is also interesting because it's, like, Antarctica, and there's only five people out there, or five, 50 people at this particular base, so it's not like anybody's really going to be like, there must be an investigation, you know? Like... 
Fucking headquarters is probably getting the logs from the 50 people, and they're like, everything's fine. Too bad Rodney died. Yeah, yeah. Nobody really thinks that something nefarious is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. And this murderer is walking around for six months. I'm assuming there's a murder involved. See? Like, how fucking freaked out would you be on base? Like, well, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't be freaked out at all. Why? I wouldn't know. I'd be like, ah, poor Rodney. That sucks. Really? Oh, yeah, I guess if they said, like, natural causes. Yeah. True. Fair Girl, point. Oh, really? But later. Yeah, I'm not afraid of murderers. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lady. What the fuck? I did not know this about you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah, that, those motherfuckers, they ain't gonna scare me. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so uh, let's see. Oh, I meant to mention that what they did, they weren't just, like, they didn't just, like, prop Rodney up. I was literally start. picturing him sitting in a corner. Yeah, uh, it's Rodney. Yeah, I guess they would go out in their fucking spare time and collect oak scrap, which I didn't know that oaks grew in Antarctica. Like, I'm not quite sure where the oak is coming from. Yeah. But um, they would collect scraps and they basically built him a makeshift casket. Oh, wow. And that's what he rested in until they rested. came. <laughs> until they came and collected him. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they didn't get him until October. So this happened in May. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't brought back to fucking non-freezing zones until October. And he was flown to Christchurch, New Zealand, which is the American base for the South Pole activities. Okay. So it's a lot of shit going on. And an autopsy was performed. The autopsy showed that Rodney hadn't died of natural causes. Bum, 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 bum. But instead had died from methanol poisoning. What is that? It's like like the most basic form of alcohol. Like rubbing alcohol oh, kind of. ethanol? Or methanol. M- methanol. Methanol. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I think it's like a form, like ethanol is a form of that also, but yeah. like methanol is like the first form. I don't know chemistry. Okay. It's like yeah. the most basic. I failed chemistry, so it's really bad. let's go. So now it was evident that he had consumed 150 milliliters of methanol, which is about the size of a glass of wine. Okay. Okay. So I guess it's used a lot in Antarctica to maintain equipment. And it's slightly sweet and odorless, so it's relatively easy to poison. So it's like antifreeze, kind of? Kind of, yeah. But I also read another article that it was interesting. It was like, yeah, the base had this stuff on hand, but it was locked away in a cabinet. And also it's diluted when it's used to like clean shit. And you don't clean during the winter because the wintertime is like strictly used for observation to like fucking stare at the stars or some shit. I don't know what they're Mm -hmm. doing out there. But um. It's strictly used during, like, the summertime or whatever when you're cleaning everything up Yeah, to get ready for winter. And this was, like, the dead of winter, so it's kind of weird that it was out and out. about. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Who has access to it? Everybody, Everybody on base, yeah. Oh, shit. I guess okay. it was in a locked cabinet, but I don't know how hard it is to get a hold of those keys. Yeah. The key is fucking hanging beside it. <laughs> yeah. Like, just lock it because that's what fucking OSHA says. Yeah, yeah. All right, now, so we just went from, like, a natural death to a possible homicide, right? Yeah. So we've got an investigation on our hands. Okay. Six or months. maybe he's fucking into that. Six he's... months later. You don't know. You don't know. I guess there's some, like, jurisdiction issues in Antarctica. Okay. So let me fucking break this down for you. Most American operations within the South Pole are done inside of the New Zealand claim territory known as the Ross Dependency Territory. Okay. So that's where this base was stationed. It's on New Zealand claimed territory, but it's a U.S. government base. And he is Australian. And he's Australian. 
Okay. Now, here's what's interesting. The U.S. doesn't really recognize that territory as belonging to New Zealand. The fucking U.S. doesn't recognize that anyone else could ever own anything. Exactly. They're like, uh, I guess you can say that, but we're putting our base here. And New Zealand, I guess, is just chill about it. Like, all right, that's cool. Whatever. Just don't do any fucking shady shit. Yeah. And there's so fucking little activity out there that it's been fine for so long. Yeah, yeah. Also, another thing is, like, on these bases, like, the U.S. is like, uh, New Zealand laws do not apply here. This is a U.S. base, so U.S. laws apply. Okay. But then if, like, you're an Australian citizen on the base, then the, like, rule of thumb or kind of, like, the agreed upon thing is that, like, you are governed by your own country's rules and laws. Okay. But it's, like, a fucking disaster if anything goes wrong, right? Because, like, now the U.S. can be like, no, you have to be held accountable for my country's laws because mm-hmm. you were on my base. Yeah. But then they can be like, but I'm Australian, so no, fuck off. And, and then, then New, New Zealand, Zealand can be like, like yeah. we own this shit. <laughs> so it's literally a motherfucking disaster to have this issue occur at. Okay. Okay. Another thing is, for some reason, New Zealand doesn't give a fuck what the U.S. is doing. <laughs> like, generally speaking, again, probably because nothing crazy has happened, but generally speaking, they're just like, whatever, U.S., do your fucking shit there. Like, mind your business, be kind, whatever. Be kind. Be kind. one and two. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Don't, they're not jumping in and being like, nope, don't do that. They're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Just, <laughs> do like, you. Don't cause trouble. You just just don't look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it's just like the wild, wild west. There's no clear rules, but... A wicka wicka what? So, yeah. But somebody's rules are going to apply somehow. Yeah, okay. There's still a general law of, like, don't fucking kill other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. General, we all agree that mm-hmm. that would suck. Is that one of the human rules? Exactly. So now New Zealand police, they get wind of Rodney's suspicious death, right? Because they flew him to New Zealand on the U.S. Like, you know, hey, we all fly from Antarctica to New Zealand for this U.S. operation. New Zealand is helping look into his death and we hear, oh, my God, it's a possible poisoning. Yeah. So now the New Zealand police get involved and they're like, um, we need to investigate this because that's pretty fucking fishy. We haven't had this issue before. We don't trust the U.S. to do anything about this shit. And also he's Australian. So like what? Somebody's got to do something. Yeah. It's yeah. happened on our land. Yeah. You know? We're going to fucking spearhead this bitch and make sure there's not a murderer running around on exactly, our land. Exactly. Exactly. And this looks a lot like a murder and that shit ain't cool. Yeah. Some theories were tossed around that maybe this was a suicide mm-hmm. and Rodney had intentionally drank the methanol. Okay. But he had just recently become engaged to that Darren chick Aww. and he was living on base with her, right? And he just completed a piece of, like, scholarly work and was doing really well and had his whole career in front of him. Oh, shit. He was financially stable, and he was seeking treatment for his Tourette's. So I don't know if that means he was just, like, taking medicine or something. Yeah. But he was, like, like, looking into taking medicine? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. But he was, like, you know, not thinking about ending it all and, like, not taking care of himself. Yeah, he had plans for the future and shit. Exactly. He wasn't, like, displaying any suicidal thoughts or anything. And also, when he fell ill, he was just as concerned. Yeah. Like, he wasn't like, I'm going to go to bed and never wake up again. He was going to the doctor like, I feel like death. What happened? Yeah. Like, he didn't have any idea what was going and on. he wasn't like, I drank a bunch of fucking methanol back there. Exactly. Another theory is that he drank the methanol to get drunk. Yeah. Because he had started to drink more than he usually did. Mm. But then everybody's like, yo, everybody in Antarctica does that. Like, 
we all drink, not drink the methanol, but we all drink more than we normally would. There's nothing to fucking do out here. Yeah, we're and, bored. Yeah, and he was explained as more of a binge drinker. He wasn't an alcoholic. Like, mm. he didn't need it to function, but we all would fucking drink after work and have fun. Yeah, it's just a bunch of people hanging out. It's yeah. It's like a friggin' dorm. Yeah, and also there was plenty of accessible, like, drinkable alcohol around. He wouldn't need to go, like, drink the methanol. So yeah. that's kind of a fucking lame-ass excuse. So yeah. they rule that out. Like, New Zealand's like, nope, 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 nope. It's not that one. Yeah. The other theory, of course, is murder, murder. and someone poisoned him, mm-hmm. which would mean that for six months, back at the fucking base, everybody's living with a goddamn murderer, right? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Now, the New Zealand police are like, okay, let's go work with the U.S. National Science Foundation, and let's see if they can give us a log of who was stationed on base with Rodney at the time. Like, let's figure this shit out, right? Yeah. Um. Let's get some interviews going. Let's get a full-on fucking investigation. Let's see what logs they have, what's going on. Find out where people were six months ago to the yeah, fucking day. exactly. Well, somebody had to fill out a fucking report, I'm sure, for somebody dying. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone else also was like, I remember the time where yeah, I was I, when Rodney, I found out that Rodney was dead. I was washing this bowl. You can have it. <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> where were you? I was washing this dish. <laughs> Exactly. So they're like, okay, let's work with the U.S. National Science Foundation. Let's figure this shit out. Yeah. Now, the U.S. National Science Foundation is like, hey, we don't think that this was a murder. We think that he died of natural causes because that's what our doctor said. It was like natural causes. Who's not a coroner. So, like, there's no need to go digging. Mm-hmm. Just fucking ignore it. Just fucking toodles along, motherfucker. Mm. And, oh, by the way, we don't have any records. Of, like, who was there at the time or anything. We don't keep those kind of logs. Yeah, like you can't see them because we're just not doing that. Yep, 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 yep. That's what they're doing. And they're like, we're going to hold our own investigation. But nobody knows whatever came of that investigation. Like, it's not publicized. Nothing ever happened. It's just kind of like they're like, "Mm, no, we don't think it is. Yeah, we'll we'll investigate. And then nothing ever happens. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. We'll we'll check. Mm, mm, totally cool. I'll call you. Don't call us. Yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. No, no, no. Yeah, I'll, I'll check for you. Yeah. All right, so now the New Zealand police, they don't believe the U.S. National Science Foundation, and they think that they're, like, not cooperating because they're covering something up. Yeah. Something fishy up, right? Or just covering up fucking negligence. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's the majority of what's going on. They don't think that the U.S. is, like, legitimately covering up for somebody murdering Mm -hmm. another person, but it's like they don't have what you're asking for. Yeah. Because they weren't following fucking protocol. But whose protocol do we follow? I don't know. Fucking... Whoever. So that's why nobody got in fucking trouble. They were just like, eh, I don't have that shit. And they were like, oh, fuck you. (laughs) You should keep a log of that shit. Yeah. You should know. Don't you have time fucking stamps for like time cards of people working? It's just the honor system. Yeah, I guess. All right. So they don't believe them, right? The New Zealand police are like, fucking something's going on. There was a lot of criticism around how the doctor, Robert Thompson, handled Rodney's illness. Yeah. I guess the doctor had access to an ecticum blood analyzer. Okay. And this would have identified that Rodney had dangerous levels of methanol in his blood and would have allowed the doctor to treat him in some way. Oh. Now, there's like a ton of controversy around this because they were like, even if he had found that out, we very highly doubt that whatever medicine he had on hand would to have give to anything. him, like it would have given him a better chance of survival, but we don't know that he would have survived. Yeah. Right? But nonetheless, the doctor had access to this tool, to this blood analyzer. Which he didn't use. He didn't use. But here's what's so fishy is that at the time of Rodney's death, the machine's batteries had died. And oh, I get. okay. so this is a little confusing and I hope I get this right. I guess if you turn the machine off, 
when you turn it back on, you have to recalibrate it. And okay. it takes like 8 to 12 hours or some shit to recalibrate. God damn. But you only need that battery to work during the calibration time. And then the rest of the time, the battery's not needed. Okay. So for some reason, the machine was shut down and that battery died. And so you can't recalibrate it. You can't use it, whatever, right? The machine's just dead in the water. Even though it doesn't need that battery to run, it needed it to recalibrate. Okay. So at the time of Rodney's death, the battery was dead. And they charge the battery? It's like a lithium battery, so I don't think so. I think you have to, like, have a new battery. But, like, if you're a good doctor, you're probably going to maintain that equipment, right? I would think. But the doctor was like, hey, guess what? That's not my job. That's somebody else's job to, like, maintain the equipment, and it's too hard. And other doctors stepped forward, and they were like, it's really fucking straightforward, and it's pretty basic, and it's something that you should maintain. And if you don't know how to, there's literally a help number that you could call, and they could walk you through calibrating everything. Yeah. And then the doctor was like, Hey, guess what, though? Like, I didn't have time. Like, it takes 8 to 12 hours to recalibrate this. You had six months of his blood. Yeah, that's true. Like, you just take a sample and, and check it out. Like, anyway, after he dies, I'm going to fucking check, check this, shit, this out. shit out. Yeah. I don't know. It, he was, like, really, like, not good. Half, it sounded like he half-assed everything. Like, yeah. I don't know. It wasn't my job. I didn't do it. You know? Like, yeah, yeah. Which might not be fair, but that's how it all came across. And he got a lot of criticism from a lot of the other doctors who were like, this is a very straightforward machine to use. It's something that you would typically maintain. And if you knew that the battery was dead, like... You literally only need the battery to recalibrate it, so you wouldn't shut the machine down if you knew the battery was dead because you needed to recalibrate. Yeah. Like, why'd you shut the machine down? Like, there's so many, like, weird coincidental things that unfolded, right? Okay. So now, like I said, the doctor testifies, I'm too busy to recalibrate the machine, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just not made of time. Yeah, right? But what was interesting was that the investigation showed that the machine was shut down on the day that Rodney was ill i think the day before he came in or somewhere close to there the machine was shut down okay so why'd you shut the machine down bro yeah what happened yeah what happened back there what happened pretty fucking fishy right yeah super fishy and then you don't have time to recalibrate it but bro the battery's dead so you can't even recalibrate it which might have been something he didn't know Mm -hmm. but something is going on maybe if somebody if there's a murderer on base and they know hey i'm gonna poison this person and i know that we have a blood analyzing machine like i'm gonna go shut that shit down because it takes a couple hours to calibrate so hopefully it won't get done yeah and then, wow, all of a sudden the fucking lithium battery is dead. How convenient. Mm. So you can't even calibrate it if you wanted it to. Mm. Pretty mm. suspicious. Pretty suspicious. Who's doing that? Who knows all that? Is it is it common knowledge? Is it only the doctor? I have so many questions. I do too. Anyway. I, I find out. Yeah. yeah, well, you better. You better hope. <laughs> now, the doctor was never formally charged with any wrongdoing. And he has since just kind of like disappeared because we have all these questions, right? Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck's going on? And he's just like, toodles, noodles, like, later, Gator, I'm out. (laughs) Okay. Nothing nothing more to, like, fucking hang around here about for. Yeah. So um, no one can get a hold of him. Uh Uh-huh. So he's just gone. Um, Like, still? Like, still. He's just gone. Okay. Like, I was a part of a very major investigation that involved several countries, and I gave very minimal information. And and he's like, that was my past. Don't judge me by my past. Now he's just gone. No more testifying or anything. 
So after pestering the U.S. National Science Foundation for a while, New Zealand detectives were finally able to get the names of the 49 people who were on base with Rodney at the time of his death. And they fucking issued a questionnaire out that they literally mailed to them. This is how they were like interrogated, right? They mailed a questionnaire out to them like asking about those day's events and only 13 people replied. Oh my God. Garen fucking teed your murderer did not reply. <laughs> or he did. Maybe. He got a fucking hide in plain sight. Yeah. It's like revisiting visiting the crime scene where you're like yeah i hope you find the guy yeah i wonder if he's over here (laughs) yeah so only 13 people replied there was no solid leads or evidence in this whole fucking case by the way there was so much criticism because they're like you didn't even take pictures of the like potential crime scene or like what happened or like there was nothing done there was nothing that was like if anything it's like negligence yeah like if that machine had been working and he had at least known even if he died he at least known like you said like go fucking retest the blood or something like why did that never get done and why wasn't ever encouraged you know like why didn't the national science foundation be like yo you know what that's kind of weird like do you want to test his blood and give us some more information on how he died other than a fucking massive heart attack like yeah. how do you know he had a massive heart attack also i don't know how busy a doctor is with like 50 people yeah but like maybe you have an afternoon off to like calibrate that shit yeah you go fucking fly in oh you can't fly in a new battery you think you'd have a backup battery i would think you'd have a backup battery. that's probably why though i'm guessing like if he didn't have a battery he can't like calibrate it they said he didn't have time well he didn't know okay well i'm guessing that at the time of his testimony he didn't know or like the battery was dead. Yeah, like at the time of Rodney dying, he didn't know that the battery was dead. He just knew that the machine was shut down. And every time you shut it down, you have to recalibrate it. And that gotcha. takes 8 to 12 hours. And he was like, we don't have that kind of time. Yeah. He's got to die now. We're in an emergency. Yeah. Mm. So better not start it. Yeah, just in case later yeah. I could use it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of a lot of fucking negligence. Yeah. You could like try. You could try. So in 2008, the investigation came to a close when a coroner ruled that no conclusion could be drawn as to whether this was a poisoning or an accidental ingestion of the poison. Holy shit. Yep. Basically, there's just not enough information and there's not clear rules or procedures regarding death in in Antarctica. And there's no, like, leads or anything. So there's 49. Well, I guess there was 13 technically. Yeah, but you could still go and be like, hey, uh, these ones didn't answer. I'm going to go to their house. Yeah, but, like, whose responsibility is that, right? So Rodney's friends and family are like, this is so fucked up. Like, the U.S. totally blew him off. And they're saying, hey, the U.S. blew him off because he was Australian. Yeah. Like, if this was a U.S. citizen, they would have done everything to figure out what was wrong. Yeah, But because he wasn't, they just blew him off. They're pissed. I'd be pissed, too. Yeah. And then New Zealand did the most amount of work. Right, because it's technically on their territory, but they couldn't find anything. There's just like no evidence because the U.S. wasn't being cooperating. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure how far their jurisdiction goes from New Zealand. Right, like you can't literally force people that are U.S. citizens to come and be investigated. Right, like I don't even know what those fucking laws are. Yeah, there are no laws. That's the problem. Right, that has to be extradition or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And it just doesn't exist because the U.S. is like, yeah, cool, except for that part where we don't believe that that is your territory. Yeah. So there's just literally no laws. So we're just going to go ahead and just sweep this all under the rug. So we're just going to sweep this all under the rug. Isn't this so fucking sad? And so the cause of the methanol poisoning has never been determined. And Rodney's family has given up hope on finding out how it happened. Oh, God, that sucks. His father is quoted as saying, 
And I don't think we're going to try to find out any more in regards to how Rodney died. I see that as a fruitless exercise. Because basically nobody is helping, nobody's doing anything, and he's like, my son is just basically forgotten, and it's all cut up and all this fucking logistics and shit, and somebody knows something went on. Like, it's it's for sure a poisoning. Yeah. For fucking sure a poisoning. Yeah. But there's no evidence, there's no leads, there's nothing. That sucks. And that's got to be so shitty for the parent. Like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? I don't know, but isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. If you can't have authorities help you, like who knew that it was just like this random free for all down there? Yeah. I guess on a Russian base, some dude stabbed another guy over chess, Hmm. and they were like, "What are the laws? (laughs) Like, is that like attempted murder? Do we have to like deal with the Russian law? Should we like fucking execute the dude? Like, I don't. (laughs) Is this okay? Yeah. So it brings up like in recent times, I guess it's been bringing up issues like. How do we handle this? And it's never been solved. So we don't know. So, so take like somebody you, to the South Pole if you're going to murder him. Got exactly it. Exactly is what I'm telling you. And then lay low for six months in plain sight. I just want to know who would have the motive to poison him. And for the longest time when I was doing all this research and shit, I literally was thinking the doctor too. Like that's pretty fucking fishy that like the machine was shut down. It yeah. seems like he kind of did, like, a half-assed job because he's like, oh, maybe it's anxiety. And, like, his logs weren't done right. Like, he fell under a lot of criticism. But also— He also kind of sounds like he's just bad at his job, yeah. which maybe it's just that. Like, maybe it's as innocent as being bad at your job. Yeah. But I feel like for doctors, you have a lot less leeway on that. Yeah. But also, like you were saying, like, what? how fucking many emergencies do you expect to get when there's 50 people on base? So yeah. maybe they let the shitty guy go and they're yeah. just like, whatever, fucking, you know, give out Tylenol when somebody has a migraine (laughs) yeah you're like like, the school nurse like you're not actually expected to do anything yeah i have to do anything like the worst that you're gonna deal with is someone slipping on fucking ice yeah and then you have all this machinery in case you need it i guess yeah i don't know but then another okay so they were saying like if you didn't know how to use a machine if it was so hard for you you could always call this number but then an argument against that was like the service was spotty at best so even if he had tried to call the number you know, it might not work. Here's an argument against that, though, is that if you're a doctor hired to work at a certain facility and it has X, Y, and Z machines, you would think that you have to be proficient in those machines. Yeah, and like maintaining them. And maintaining them or having someone else there to maintain them. That's what he was saying was like, it's an engineer's job or something. Like it's somebody else's responsibility. It's just too complicated. And then doctors were stepping up and saying, It's very straightforward. It's not complicated. Also, you could be like, hey, can I get an engineer out here? Um, It's broken. I have a thing going on. Yeah. But we don't know if that ever happened because there were no logs or anything kept. Or if they were, the U.S. isn't giving it. If someone dies, though, you think that you're going to fucking write shit down and be like, and anyway, I tried right here, here, and here. Yeah. So they did have those logs, and the U.S. kept them for a long time. And then eventually New Zealand got a hold of those logs and found out about the machinery and stuff like that. Mm. But that's the it took forever to even get that kind of information. And the U.S., like I said, did their own investigation but didn't share anything. Mm. That's pretty fucking intense. That's suspicious. That's real suspicious. That's motherfucking suspicious. I think somebody like Darren, maybe the doctor, mm, like Darren. Maybe. And he was like, or, I don't know what to do. what if it's just some random dude he pissed off on base one day and they yeah. were all drinking together and he poisoned them? Or maybe he was like, everybody likes this dude, but you know what? I don't fucking like him. Yeah. Damn. Could be anything. God damn. God damn. Well, if you want to check out pictures pertaining to my case, go to isgdpodcast.com.
come. And while you're there, come join the Patreon. It is so much fun. You get to see extra shit. Uh-uh. And then also we have links to our merchandise. Come buy some shit. Fucking rep our brand, yo. Yo. Hey, yo. Anyway, <laughs> here's Wonderwall. Also, you can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com and be like, what's up? How's it going? And join us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and TikTok. Whoop. At ISGD Podcast. And finally, you can snail mail us at P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. Mm-mm. And that is it, folks. Bye. Nice all, folks.